This is Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast. Episode 042, Fire on High. is the first song on Face the Music and was recorded in May and June 1975. The main track was recorded at the Delane Leah Studios in Wembley, England. The orchestra and choir tracks were laid down at the Musicland Studios in Munich, Germany. It was the first recorded ELO song to include new bassist Kelly Grookett and the first to be engineered by Mac. The footsteps running down the hall are those of ELO roadie Brian Jones. Bev Bevan speaks the opening backwards message. The message can be heard forwards and in a secret hidden track on the 1995 24 karat gold CD release of Face the Music. On the November 7th, 2012 episode of Rockline, Jeff Lynn said, It's like a big instrumental um i've tried to write sort of in a classical style but have rock and roll instruments playing it and yeah. orchestra together and that was those were in the days when i was trying to do more of that classical stuff on those particular song especially and uh, i just tried to get it big and fat and classical type of sound and if it works, I'm glad, and if it didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> In the December 2012 issue of Record Collector, Bev Bevan said, There are quite a few songs I'm proud of, actually, but they tend to be some of the more obscure numbers, some of the less obvious album tracks. If I had to pick one, I'd probably go for Fire on High. In a January 1976 review of the album for Sounds Magazine, John Ingham wrote, There is the rather awful Fire on High which borrows heavily from Schoenberg and other 20th century composers, as well as the odd nod to Handel. In a January 7, 2016 article at Stereogum, Ryan Reed wrote, Jeff Lynne crafted some of the 70s hookiest classic rock songs. Fire on High displays the complexity and widescreen scope of symphonic prog but with a playfulness that many of the era's legends lack. An edited version of the songs released on November 13, 1976 as the B-side for Living Thing and in America as the B-side of Sweet Talkin' Woman in March 1978. From 1976 to 1978, it was used as the theme song for CBS Sports Spectacular, and it was used in the opening credits for the 1976 porny Ecstasy and Blue. It was covered by Kennebit in 2014. Hey, hey, Eric, do that thing. I'm Eric Winsenson. And I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And it's time to face the music. No, we did not receive a cease and desist letter. Yet. We are into the next album by Electric Light Orchestra and its first song, the magnificent instrumental, Fire on High. This is a fantastic song. 
What a great way to start the next album after the last album, which was so friggin' great. There is absolutely nothing bad that I can say about this song. I love the spooky beginning, and then when it breaks into the rock part of the song, the synthesizers are, are friggin' awesome, and the guitar and the drums and all of it, it's just perfect. It's fantastic. I love this song, and I've always loved this song. It really totally kicks ass. When I first heard the song, and this is always sticks with me when I hear it, the introduction part, mm-hmm. I know it's all backwards and everything, but I can just imagine some priest during the Inquisition walking through an old European cathedral mumbling stuff in Latin as he's doing his holy duty to go torture a bunch of people in the name of the Lord. <laughs> and walking through the halls and everything, just chanting, then all of a sudden, these different spectral voices and everything, just music just floating around in the air, and it just really sets that tone. And then we come in with those double-track guitars, which I always loved. That's one of the things that I started learning how to do a little bit of production on, because I was wondering, how in the world did you get that to sound like that without accidentally making it sound like it's in mono? Right. Well, you offset it by about a half a second or so, and it works. Well, the image I always got, when I first heard it, I bought the album March 1984, I think. And I just had this image of a guy walking down the hallway full of doors, and he opens up one of the doors, and weird things happen. So it freaks him out, and he runs down the hall. That's what I got. And before I even got into the song, when I heard the backwards part, I stopped it there, played it backwards, and laughed. I always thought, and I still thought, up until maybe just before we started doing this, when I actually listened to it, that he said, face the music is reversible but time is not. And I just thought it was funny that he tells you right up to the front of the album, this album is reversible. But no, it's just the music is reversible. The music is reversible, but time is not. Turn back. Turn back. Turn back. And it's, it's still really good. And it's Bev Bevan who does that. I, at first I thought, oh, it's the guy from El Dorado. But no, it's it's Bev Bevan and some studio tricks. And it's really cool. And it used to scare my sister, who was three years younger than me. Well, she's still three years younger than me. But at the time, she was 12. I thought she might have caught up by now. Yeah, I, I agree. This is one of those great introduction songs to an album. It's one of those things you need back then to really set the tone for an album, get attention. You just put it on, you put the needle down... You're sitting back, and all of a sudden, these sounds fill the room, and it is so well done production-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't know, is there a quadraphonic version of this? I... Or were they basically... I think by this time, they are basically starting to just abandon quadraphonic anyway, but... Yeah, when I looked up song facts, I didn't see anything about a quadraphonic version. I saw that with El Dorado, but there was never a quadraphonic version of El Dorado released, but I didn't see anything about quadraphonic, so I think at this point, people are done with quadraphonic. Right, because a well-done quadraphonic version of this song, or even if it had been remixed and re-released on SACD with multi-track... Yeah. I could just imagine how amazing room filling that this particular track would be because it's it does it on its own just in stereo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this would be friggin' awesome in surround sound. To even further show how much Jeff made sure to create a perfect song here, originally the woman who sings the backup on some of the songs on Face the Music, she's you can hear her on Evil Woman, as far as the most popular song from it, the album. At the end, she was singing Fire on High. But I guess Jeff thought, eh, that's not going to work. So he left that off 
and created this perfect song, which actually I'm good with. I don't think I want to hear her singing a fire on high at the end of this. I don't think it would work as well. Yeah, no, it wouldn't work as well. And another thing that this one reminds me of, and I know it came out right before... Yeah, Face of Music came out in 75? Yes. Okay. So yeah, it came out a year before Tales of Mystery and Imagination, which was Alan Parsons' first album. And this particular instrumental reminds me of a lot of the instrumentals that Alan Parsons did. That's probably also why I like it so much. It's probably also why I got kind of like the more gothic cathedral vibe, because in a lot of ways it does sound a bit like a song called In the Lap of the Gods that came out on Pyramid album, which would have been about three years after this. Mm -hmm. I can see an Alan Parsons vibe from this. And this is the last time that we will talk about the ELO porn movie. This is used in it. It's used pretty well in the opening credits. There's sort of a spooky stained glass church with candles to set up the mood for this weird cult. Yep, and then after that, the whole movie goes to... Hard to believe that 70s porn took a turn for... Yeah. As we're leaving porn, we're also going into the future for this point, anyway, in 1975. There is an album. It's online and you can download it. And I'll put a link at the Face the Music Facebook page. The theme of the album is, what if there was an ELO video game for the Atari 2600 back in the early 80s? Oh boy. And they recreate certain ELO songs that would be playing while you play the game. And it's done so well that I can see this non-existent video game in my head when I'm listening to the songs from this. And Fire on High is one of the songs that they do. really pretty cool actually did they do it using the atari technology did they do an entire chiptune album of this or did they just try to recapture it on synthesizers because i know a lot of times when they do something like that they actually use the video game technology to to actually make the sounds and everything using 8-bit and 16-bit right um i'm not sure how they did it but it it sounds very 8-bit i believe is what uh the kids call it. It really sounds like I'm sitting there and playing that they're on my Atari 2600, which is still in storage. Oh, you still have yours. And a whole bunch of games, yep. Including Journey Escape. He's sitting on a gold mine, people. I am, if I could part with that stuff. But someday, I'm going to get it all out of storage when we get into a house. I'm going to hook that bitch up to my big-ass HDTV and start playing those again. <laughs> Good luck. It doesn't even have the... <laughs> I don't even have a way of hooking it up anymore. <laughs> I'll go to Radio Shack and get an adapter. I'm sure that they've made one um, for the HDTV. Uh, Radio Shack? Yeah, you got one down the street, uh, uh, right? Uh, yeah, have you um, noticed how many Radio Shacks there are these days? You mean, have I left the house since 1985? Uh, not so much. Yeah, uh, Radio Shack <laughs> has gone about the way of Kodak. Is that why I'm having trouble getting film for my Instamatic? Exactly. You just have to ask your local hipster. Got something to say about Fire on High? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. If you enjoy this podcast, please show your financial support through our Patreon page, patreon.com slash ELOPod, or through PayPal, ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. 
Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? I did not like it at first. It scared me so bad. But at second, I liked it. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra Song by Song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment Assorted Deli Meats Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word about the show by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast and get some good at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 043, Waterfall.